He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. House Democrats will defend President Biden today. We will defend President Biden tomorrow. We will defend President Biden next week. We will defend President Biden next month. We will defend President Biden next year. We will defend President Biden until the very end. All right, I'm Drew Berkowitz. This is my show. That was Hakeem Jeffries saying he will defend Biden until the end, which nowadays doesn't seem like it's that far off. No. <laughs> Seems like this 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 nightmare administration is coming to a close, wouldn't you say, Tommy Boy? It sure does seem that way. The the writing seems to be on the wall, but you know, who knows with these people? They they you know, they they're like cats with nine lives. They just keep popping back up. Everything every time you think they're down, they pop up again. They do. They do. Um he's not the only one who had something to say about it though. Speaking of cats just popping back up, sometimes as a different person, we've got, if we have the Fetterman clip anywhere, that one over there, um, there we go. Yeah, let's, let's, let's see what John Fetterman had to say slash do about the Biden impeachment inquiry. About this news that uh, Speaker McCarthy has formally launched an impeachment inquiry, has said he's going to. Oh my God, really? Oh my gosh, you know, oh, it's devastating. <laughs> Ooh, don't do it. Please don't do it. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> Fetterman comes across as one of those special need kids who's got a really good sense of humor, tries to make people laugh, but in this case, Fetterman's just a brain damaged adult. Trying to be funny didn't come off very well. It didn't come off very well, but I appreciate the mockery toward the Republican Party because what what's really going to happen? There, there's Republicans already talking about how this is a bad idea. We've got a corrupt president who has the longest list of evidence I have ever seen before of corruption, and you have Republicans saying, uh, this isn't a good idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's where we are. We're going to talk a lot more about that uh, today with, with McCarthy and this impeachment inquiry, some of the response that's out there. But we didn't get to do the show yesterday, so I want to just take a few minutes to address uh, a little—we've got a couple things we're going to touch on that are football-related today. And some people are like, oh, my gosh, uh, they're groaning, uh, or people are groaning because they're talking football. We're, we're, we're just going to talk kind of on the, on the, the periphery of it. The right? Yeah, the we're periphery. not going to get into the X's and O's of different games. Yes, and... although I really want to. <laughs> I really want to, if, if I'm being honest with you. Um, the, 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 the thing is this. You had Aaron Rodgers this week who went down, right? Aaron Rodgers, first game with the Jets, comes out triumphantly. And we can just, is this, I don't know, is it, Tom, is this video or is this a, in preview or is this just an image? Uh, I, I don't know what it is. Let's put it up video. either way. <laughs> Let's put it up either down. way. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Rogers. So, anyway, you can see the quick moment. You probably saw the game. Maybe you didn't, but you've probably seen the clip because there's lots of hubbub about it. But I bring it up, one, because it does suck. Aaron Rodgers is good for the game of football. This was going to be fun to see what the Jets could do. And an Achilles injury just sucks. I don't wish that upon on it, anyone. And he used to be a Packer, which is a problem for me growing up in Minnesota. But he... He, he, he had quite a significant injury the other night, which sucks for the game. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they rally. They did rally and win, 
but <clears throat> I know I'm so torn about Aaron Rodgers being with the Jets because I grew up a Dolphins fan and the Jets were always the nemesis that I had with Richard Todd and Browning Nagel over the years and so as much as I like Aaron Rodgers and the fact that he stood up to the NFL wasn't vaccinated during the when there was no NFL season started doing ayahuasca <laughs> and other mind-altering drugs uh, he, you know, he, he kind of won me over. And plus, with the hard knocks, he got my wife, like, super into football. So now she's asked me all kinds of questions. She had never realized the complexity of the game. She is all over it now and has become a total football fan and actually a Jets fan. So I don't know how much I like her being a Jets fan. Because... Yeah, but but the football part, praise God for that. Yeah. That's 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 a good thing for sure. She, and she liked quarterback too, right? Yes, she Which did. Which was an amazing thing. I, I know some of you are anti-Netflix I get why you are I'm not saying you shouldn't be but at the same time there's certain things that everyone's keeping right let's be honest for a second okay the, the fake you's doing fine let's be real and we there's people are still going to Amazon people are still getting you know their fix on a couple things they've cut out stuff where they should and I, I'm all for that um, which is why I'm a spokesperson for Mammoth Nation obviously but like it's there's a couple things you still have and and that show on Netflix is freaking awesome anyways all this comes out and you've got, um, I don't know if we have the clip for this or not. It doesn't really matter. But we, you had Keith Olbermann, who is one of the most vile human beings on the planet, who came out. And I don't, do we have a clip for this, Tom? Uh, no. I don't it, think we do. It, so it, don't worry about it, Chris. It, but but yeah, it was a tweet he put out. It was a tweet. So he came out and basically mocked him because of all the stuff you were talking about, Tom, because he came out against the NFL, because he went a different direction on the vaccine, because he thought for himself, Right. And was and basically, you know, it was one of those like, you know, I, I don't know. I was trying to come up with a childish term there and I couldn't even do it, which is strange for me. Um, but he, he, he came out and was saying all this nasty stuff, which is just ridiculous. Again, we talk about Joe Biden all the time, all the time. He is a horrible person. He is a horrible president. I don't sit here and wish death on him, one, because that's illegal, but two, I just don't. That's just not the normal human thing to do. Aaron Rodgers was a huge, bitter rival of the Minnesota Vikings for his entire career. I still respected the hell of him. I didn't want him hurt. I don't want him hurt now. And when people do get hurt, you're not like, ha-ha, hope you can walk again. And he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll come back. He's, he's, he's a good athlete. He'll make it back. But, but the point is, is the people that are there, and Keith's not the only one. He's just one of the most vile people on the planet so we're using him as an example or out there celebrating this which is just sick to me i think it's ridiculous this, this is the kind of thing that rosie o'donnell and joy behar and some of those would do those three should go to like a camp together yeah keith the essence of keith's tweet tweet or x posting was his uh aaron Rodgers' in, in injury was a result of failure to vax Yes, makes perfect sense. <laughs> Definite correlation between the Achilles tendon and not putting an experimental drug in your body. It's got to be. That's right. it. That's it. I... Keith Oberman is a very frightening individual because of the, his rabid disdain for freedom and his allegiance to big government and his inability to listen to other ideas. And if there are more Democrats out there like him, I shudder to think what they're possible of. Well, we know what they're <laughs> what what, what yeah. they're capable of. They're capable of putting Japanese in internment camps. They're they're the the Democrats over the years have been capable of some of the most heinous things that America has ever gone through, all because of them. 
and we're getting to such a fever point now where everything is so polarized where you know people who are getting five-year prison sentences for parading what's the next step and i think we all know what that next step is if i don't the, like the next step no it, the, that's the democrats are going down that road and they, they can't stop with their bloodlust the good term bloodlust also a good name for like a band <laughs> for being honest i've got some others that are less appropriate i won't say on air um you know my favorite one not gonna, i'm definitely not gonna say that one um but bloodlust would be a good one. Okay, there's a lot we're going to get into today. Again, apologies for the delay. We were we were struggling with some stuff on my personal Rumble page. We're glad you're here over on RVM Network, on my YouTube page, Facebook, wherever you're watching. We're, we're glad you're here. Please hit that like button on the way in. We're going to talk here after the break. McCarthy, who's opened this impeachment inquiry, we'll hear from him. We're going to share some of the other feedback there. We're going to do some story time today with... Senator John Kennedy, make sure your kids aren't around, (laughs) okay? Make sure your kids don't go to the schools where these books are slash were, and make sure they're not around for B Block today, because it's going to make—it makes me blush listening to it. It's going to make for all sorts of interesting conversations you probably don't want to have today. Uh, So we've got that. We're going to talk about this Mel Tucker saga. Because I think it's interesting. It's college football, head coach of Michigan State University, who's been suspended— Clearly, they want to fire him, terminate him over this um, this this phone sex uh, conversation that that happened. But there's a lot more to it, and I think it's 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 the more to it part that I think is is what's interesting about it. It's not a, I hate Michigan State. I'm a Michigan guy, so it's not about Michigan State or football. It's about what's being done to Mel Tucker in this instance. So we're going to talk about that. We've got AI's AI robots or whatever. <laughs> creatures that were part of a, a movie you know promotion but we're at a football game um we're gonna show that putin's calling bs on the investigation into trump we've got that there's the pussification of america that just continues wait till you hear what you can't say at work anymore it's it's i would say you're gonna be surprised and dismayed but you're probably not because this is new america it's 2023 and everything's upside down. So we've got that. We've got the Virginia Democrat who's rather saucy. It's going to be a spicy episode today, Tom. Very spicy. Between, I mean, I didn't think that I would hear John Kennedy reading pornographic material and then seeing a Virginia Democratic candidate on Chatterbait, which most of you don't know what that is, and that's good. But you're going to know after today. Uh, we're going to take a break. This is a good time for you. I know it's not it's not good to tell people to leave, but this would be the time to leave if you don't want to get into some of these stories that are coming today. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. We'll dive into all of it. Stay with us. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets dial 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465 
Business Invaluable Guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number two USA Gold. Yes, call now. 833-287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. Welcome back, folks. Before we dive into all of this stuff, much of it nonsense, I want to make sure that you're doing the right thing for you, your family. I want to make sure that you're taking care of your savings. This Biden administration, which obviously is not run by Joe Biden, but this Biden-Harris administration is wreaking havoc on the economy and people's retirement. Please be smart. Don't let it get too far down the road and have it be too late, you can call my friends at American Alternative Assets, and with one straightforward, entirely legal tax loophole, you can preserve, protect your savings. You get a free wealth protection guide. You can learn how to do all of this, how to take care of your, your savings, protect them from a failing dollar, from volatile markets with gold and silver IRAs. All you gotta do is call the number on your screen. It's 833, the number two USA gold. That's 833-287-2465. This plan and this conversation that you will have if you choose to do so with American Alternative Assets will outline the precise, precise steps that you need to take immediately to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals, all without any tax consequences, which is, which is great. So head on over there. Give a call. You can go to protectfrombiden.com or call 833-287-2465. So as much as Kevin McCarthy tried... And it seems like he put a lot of effort into just skipping this whole conversation. But as much as he tried to overlook the mountain of corruption, the evidence against Joe Biden, he's now forced to launch an impeachment inquiry. Here's what the deep state con man had to say about it. Uh, let's do the... Um, the uh, That one, yep, right there. Conduct. Taken together... These allegations paint a picture of a culture of corruption. Now here's what we know so far. Through our investigations, we have found that President Biden did lie to the American people about his own knowledge of his family's foreign business dealings. Eyewitnesses have testified that the president joined on multiple phone calls and had multiple interactions, dinners, resulted in cars and millions of dollars into his son's and his son's business partners. We know that bank records show that nearly $20 million in payments were directed to the Biden family members and associates through various shale companies. The Treasury Department alone has more than 150 transactions involving the Biden family and other business associates that were flagged as suspicious activity by U.S. banks. Even a trusted FBI informant has alleged a bribe to the Biden family. 
Biden used his official office to coordinate with Hunter Biden's business partners about Hunter's role in Burisma, a Ukrainian energy company. Finally, despite these serious allegations, it appears that the president's family has been offered special treatment by Biden's own administration. Treatment that not otherwise would have received if they were not related to the president. These are allegations of abuse of power, obstruction, and corruption. And they warrant further investigation by the House of Representatives. That's why today I am directing our House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. This logical next step will give our committees the full power to gather all the facts and answers for the American public. It's exactly what we want to know, the answers. I believe the president would want to answer these questions and allegations as well. This effort will be led by Chairman James Comer at the Committee on Oversight in coordination with Chairman Jim Jordan for Judiciary Committee and Chairman Jason Smith on Ways and Means. Now, I do not make this decision lightly. And regardless of your party or who you voted for, these facts should concern all Americans. The American people deserve to know that the public offices are not for sale and that the federal government is not being used to cover up the actions of a politically associated family. Now, I would encourage the president and his team to fully cooperate with this investigation in the interests of transparency. We are committed to getting the answers for the American public. Nothing more, nothing less. We will go wherever the evidence takes us. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. The evidence that Joe Biden is corrupt is as solid as the evidence against OJ. It's an open and shut case if you base your verdict on justice. And when I say justice, we of course mean not social justice, real justice. He said there in that long clip that the inquiry is the logical next step that will, quote, give our committees the full power to gather all the facts and answers for the American public. The speaker said the effort will be spearheaded by Oversight Chair James Comer, Judiciary Chair Jim Jordan, and Ways and Means Committee Chair Jason Smith. It's unclear that the House Republicans have the 218 votes needed to impeach Biden. In fact, it seems like they don't. And some Republicans in both the House and Senate are on record saying that they don't think there's enough evidence to proceed. I don't know how you land there. <laughs> I, I really don't know how you get there. Because they're on the same team. I mean, I, I mean, I do, but it's like, don't say that. Like, don't don't actually say the truth. Like, come up with a better statement or answer. Right. Uh, but of course, yeah, of course, the rhinos are, are not going to impeach Biden. They don't want to because, as you're saying, Tom, they're on the same team. Um, and I would, because they're on the same team, take it that step for, I mean, Ron and McDaniel, the RNC, a lot of them, they, they don't want him impeached. What, what, a month ago we heard Lindsey Graham say, I know Joe Biden, and Joe Biden, you know, is straight as an arrow. He, he's, not, he's not corruptible or some, <laughs> something like oh, that. Yes. Yeah, you know, trying to say that Joe Biden, you know, is a nice guy and, you know, he would never do anything wrong. 
Dude, his net, what's his net worth now? Like almost a hundred million dollars. And how much does he make a year? <laughs> yeah, well, now what? It's four hundred thousand. Yeah, now but, it's four. But it was one hundred seventy-four or whatever. Yeah, it, yeah. I, <sighs> it's hard to do that math. Yeah, hard to do that math and get to that to that answer, especially if you have to show your work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, which is a new phenomena, by the way. The kids now, you know, they've got to like show, like, use the entire page to show your solution like or can i just give you the answer like yeah. <laughs> and, and my my kids will be like i have to show this i'm like but it's this you got the answer like yeah but i have to show it on the whole page i'm like that's that's dumb it's ridiculous it's ridiculous common core but my favorite part of what mccarthy was saying there are a couple of things that jumped out at me um when he said that public efficient public offices aren't for sale <laughs> That's, that's pretty rich. That's comedy right there. Yeah. And then he said, we have to reassure people that the federal government isn't engaged in covering up for misdeeds. <laughs> <laughs> what percentage would you say McCarthy is actually used in terms of time allotment to cover up misdeeds? It's a high figure. Oh. And you don't want to show your work on that one either. <laughs> no. That's That's not... They, they did show their work with the former Intel people signed a letter saying Hunter Biden's laptop had all the earmarks. <laughs> yes. No, that's true. That's true. Well, the conversation continued. There's, lot, there's lots on this, right? And you had Representative Scott Perry, who answered a hostile question from a communist dunce with a rather silly accent. We're going to show you the exchange. It was right here. Um, this one right there. Yep. Yes, ma'am. Can I ask, what actual evidence do you have as opposed to allegations to show to the American public that would merit an actual impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden and prove that today isn't just about some of you... Oh, I don't know. McCarthy ...for the sake of enacting political revenge... Uh, this isn't about political Trump. revenge. We have the bank accounts. We can see, ma'am, you can see that the homes that the Bidens own can't be afforded on a, on a congressional or Senate salary. You also understand that it's not normal for family members to receive millions of dollars from overseas interests. Those things aren't normal. That's not normal to have 20 shell country, companies. These things are not normal, and it alludes to not only just widespread corruption, but money laundering, if not influence peddling itself. And we also have the president, the vice president at the time on record saying that the prosecutor was fired. Well, son of a bitch. The prosecutor was fired, right? Because the prosecutor was going after the, the company that his son was working on. That's what we have. If you can't see that, if you are, if you are that blind, look, I'll turn it over to the attorneys. People can't see that. They think it's political revenge. It's because you don't report on it. No, 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 you're not, Are we I don't reporting think, on it today? I'm not sure how you know what the American people think, but here's what they might wonder. <laughs> it's, I mean, this is a good example, though, of how, how we live in different worlds, right? Because the evidence is, in fact, only overwhelming, which it is, if you look at it. You have to actually engage and want to see what's out there, not just share talking points and say Republicans are mean, they're bad, they're naughty. They're naughty Republicans, which most of them are, but in, in a different way than she means there. But, there, I mean, the media's corruption revolves around reporting by omission to push their Marxist agenda. That's That's what's... That's what's happening. There's there's no evidence of this in your in your report. Yes, in what your your edit, editor told you to say, or what your teleprompter, if you're in the news, told you to say. But if you actually look, there's a crap ton of it. Let's just just as some examples, okay, if you will. I, and I hope that that chick's listening to the show, although I have my doubts. 
three mansions, 5,400 plus emails with fake names on them, a reliable FBI informant that says he has Biden on tape taking a bribe, Hunter's laptop detailing 10% for the big guy, a whole bunch of other stuff on there too, obviously, testimony from Devin Archer, testimony from Tony Bobolinsky, all of which linking Joe to Hunter's business interests. That seems pretty overwhelming to me, I would say. I would say, too, but we also thought O.J. Simpson evidence was overwhelming, but then it was, you know, we think Mark Furman planted the bloody glove. And, you know, there was possibly a second assailant, and it wasn't O.J., and it was the LAPD ganging up on O.J. to plant this evidence. So when you have that kind of disconnect with people, of course, you're going to have— you know, all these left-wing trolls and everybody from the Democrat Party trying to poke holes in this gargantuous, gargantuan mountain of evidence. All of this evidence is just simply overwhelming. Any one of these things, if Trump would have been engaged with, he would have been indicted. He'd be sitting in prison right now. But all they, all they have charged him with are thought crimes. That's it. Yeah. All you got are thought crimes, and then you have— all of this, right? It, it's amazing the disconnect and just the refusal to see reality. Well, it's it, what's interesting too is it's so overwhelming. In fact, that you've got Jake Tapper from CNN, certainly not a friend to freedom, the Constitution, or you or I, who seems to be getting really nervous about his own ability and his network's ability to cover up Joe's corruption. Little Dick Durbin appeared on Jake's show and was asked about the Biden crime family. Here was that exchange. Are you comfortable with what Hunter Biden was doing, uh, obviously making money uh, because his dad was at the time vice president? I mean, he didn't have any experience uh, with Ukrainian gas companies, and he was put on the board of Burisma. I mean, I, I know that he's not the first person to cash in on a connection to a powerful father, but doesn't that make you uncomfortable? Yes, it does. And it does for Jared Kushner to have done the same thing under President Trump. We've got to establish some standards for members of family. Uh, I'm not saying that Hunter Biden broke the law or that there should be any punishment involved in it, but I don't feel good about the situation. So, of course, the Democrats' default <laughs> position goes back to blaming Trump. And if there was something there with Jared and Trump, it would have come out. They all would have been arrested. But pencil. Pencil Dick Durbin is just like his reality is totally different from everybody else's. Yeah, it is. Well, no, you, but you bring up a good point. I mean, for everyone who's going to the, the Trump card right now, playing that, talking about Jared or whatever, because that's been put out there, right? They, they throw out the chum in the water and expect everyone to just have that frenzy and then turn it on to Trump. But think about it. Think of all the things they've gone after Trump for, for all of these years, seven, eight years. If there was any meat on that bone, it would have been a done deal, as you're saying. And no one thinks of that. They don't stop. They'll say, it. oh, yeah, but what about Trump? Okay, well, what about Trump on this case? This isn't some pro-Trump show. This is just a pro-America show. If there was really anything there, it would have. they would have gone so hard to the hoop on it. It would have been everywhere a long time ago, not just now as an afterthought to an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. I mean, the stuff that they've thrown at him forever is is bogus and garbage. But, yeah, I, I think that's a really 
a really interesting point. But that requires them to live, even if even if for just a moment, it requires them to live in reality. And that's a that's a, a bridge too far for them. No, because they're at the point where it's like, well, yeah, but, you know, he's guilty of other things. And then you say, okay, what other things? Well, there's things that, you know, we don't know about yet. So he needs to go to prison for whatever we can do. we got to lock him up because he's guilty of something. And it's always he's guilty of something when there's no crime that they mention. It's just this... It, it, this orange man bad and there's something hiding under the bed that just hasn't been unearthed yet and we're talking about trump being the most investigated human being ever in the united states and all they have are thought crimes yeah that's it yeah thought crimes so what do they do right what do they do with this how do they how do they get away because we're going to talk about a gates clip and some other stuff in a, in a few minutes here after the break. But what do they do? You know, one thing they can try and do is roll out some alien <laughs> carcasses, supposed <laughs> ones that were made just down the road at an elementary school. Um, that's one thing. Oh, 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 impeachment, UFOs, oh, these things. <laughs> Mexican aliens. Right here, Mexican aliens. <laughs> that sort of look like Diane Feinstein. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there is a striking resemblance. Um, but I will guarantee you this: as soon as you know, as soon as Car McCarthy made that announcement, something, another shoe is going to drop with Trump. There'll be another announcement to control the media narrative. No, I think so too. And 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 in the end, you you know, you don't rule out military intervention, some sort of a terrorist attack, God forbid. Maybe it doesn't need to go that far. Obviously, we're just we're speculating here. The point is, is that something will happen that takes everyone's attention off of that some sort of a wag the dog operation whatever to get the pressure off of biden even though i think they are going to move on from biden they can't go down in a blaze of glory they've got to try and cover this up so they can be teed up to bring in whether it's gavin or michelle or, or whatever i think those are the options but wh whoever it might be it's definitely not you cam cam sorry girl you're just not very smart or likable or capable or how much time do we have uh we should take a break Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll show you what Matt Gates had to say about things. We've got plenty of other discussion, tons of content still to get to in today's show. Stick with us. How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening. And it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't in some sense working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement. That features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and is occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substance is combating this man-made disaster.
welcome back, folks. I made a mistake earlier. I know doesn't happen often. It actually it happens a lot. But I didn't ask the question of the day. So we're going to ask it now. We're going to get to it. We don't need the – if we have the bell, great. We don't need the bell, though. The question of the day is this, because it, it – it, this is this is today's good news for you, by the way. So it kind of ties into that. There's no no um, no more Mitt Romney. Pierre Delecto. Pierre Delecto's going <laughs> goodbye, not going to run for re-election. So that's great. Good news. Don't say that we didn't give any good news today, because we did. By the way, he was seen again in the airport the other day, sitting alone by himself in a mask, which is just kind of funny to me. I know. And that was the Palm Beach uh international airport that he was in he was in florida in the airport wearing a mask he's such a tool he's such a tool i can't believe that i voted for him (laughs) most conservatives did back then my friend they just did so he's moving on so here's the question of the day do you think romney's seat will be filled with a romney clone an establishment type or a real conservative Real conservative as what you would in the in the audience determine to be a real conservative. Again, the question, do you think Romney's seat will be filled with a Romney clone or a real conservative? Let us know your answers in the chat wherever you are, uh, and we will try and get to some of those here coming up. But, Tom, I'm going to toss it to you. We're going to go back, by the way, to Biden and Gates here in a second. But while it's on the tip of our tongues and before I forget it again— let's let's get to your answer. So who is it? Is it a Romney clone or is it someone someone better? I think it's a Romney clone, but in sheep's clothing. I think that they've already decided who that seat is going to because there is no way Romney's going to give up that seat if he's not confident that the person who's going to replace him is going to vote the exact same way he does, be as squishy as he is, and also be as anti-American as Mitt is. So whoever they've decided to, to fill in that spot will come across as somebody who sounds, seems like a true conservative and you know almost sort of like a freedom caucus type person but won't be we'll 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 end up being Mitt Romney yeah okay no I think that I I think your answer is honestly my answer too I think that it's it's going to that because that's where we are and it's not just Romney's seat unfortunately good news Romney's not running for for re-election bad news is we're going to just get a lot of people like Romney who play their campaigns smarter and try to manipulate their message to capture some of the America First voters only to later disappoint them. Disappoint them. And, and, and the other thing is this, too, is there might be some, and we see this time and time again in, in D.C., is you have people who maybe go in well-intentioned. Maybe, hey, I'm going to fill Romney's seat, and I'm going to be better for the state of Utah, and I'm going to be better for, for the, the country. And then they get to D.C. and have no clue. They think they do, but have no clue what they're actually up against and just how corrupt and broken the city is, and then they fall into that because there's money because there's opportunity you know all those things that your flesh wants and then you also kind of just need in dc to survive uh so i think i think whether it's because of that or because they're smarter and more clever in their campaigning i agree with you tom i think it's going to be uh, a clone and that's what people are saying here as well. Yeah, uh, it's going to be another cookish rube like a jeff flake remember that guy yes <laughs> Ginger says clone. Jill says clone. Ting saying no more mittens. Yes. No Democrat more mittens. rhino clone, though, is is the answer. Um, 
Yeah, I think that's just where it's going to be. You guys keep talking about it um, for sure, and we can come back to some of the answers if we want to. But let's get back to Biden and McCarthy's impeachment inquiry here for a second, because we know, I mean, we pick on him a lot, right? We, we pick on McCarthy. We pick on a lot of people. I think that we pick on as many people on the right as we do the left on this show. Uh, we just equally hate everyone, which makes us <laughs> unique. But but he's been a failure as a speaker. And Matt Gates called him out yesterday. Here was that clip right here. On this very floor in January, the whole world witnessed a historic contest for House Speaker. I rise today to serve notice. Mr. Speaker, you are out of compliance with the agreement that allowed you to assume this role. The path forward for the House of Representatives is to either bring you into immediate total compliance or remove you pursuant to a motion to vacate the chair. We have had no vote on term limits or on balanced budgets as the agreement demanded and required. There's been no full release of the January 6th tapes. As you promised, there has been insufficient accountability for the Biden crime family. And instead of cutting spending to raise the debt limit, you relied on budgetary gimmicks and rescissions so that you ultimately ended up serving as the valet to underwrite Biden's debt and advance his spending agenda. Mr. Speaker, you boasted in January that we would use the power of the subpoena and the power of the purse. But here we are, eight months later, and we haven't even sent the first subpoena to Hunter Biden. That's how you know that the rushed and you know, somewhat rattled performance you just saw from the speaker isn't real. At this point during Democrat control over the House of Representatives, they had already brought in Don Jr. three times. And we haven't even sent the first subpoena to Hunter Biden. Power of the subpoena and power of the purse. Only thing the 118th Congress is known for at this point is electing Kevin McCarthy speaker and underwriting Biden's debt. And unfortunately, there's only one of those things we can remediate at this time power of the purse. Our leadership right now is asking us to vote for a continuing resolution. A vote for a continuing resolution is a vote to continue the Green New Deal, a vote to continue inflationary spending, and in the most troubling of fashions, a vote for a continuing resolution is a vote to continue the election interference of Jack Smith. Mr. Speaker, we told you how to use the power of the purse. Individual, single subject spending bills that would allow us to have specific review programmatic analysis, and it would allow us to zero out the salaries of the bureaucrats who have broken bad, targeted President Trump, or cut sweetheart deals for Hunter Biden. September 30th is rapidly approaching, and you have not put us in a position to succeed. There is no way to pass all the individual appropriations bills now, and it's not like we didn't know when September 30th was going to show up on the calendar. I must be better. You must be better. And this House must be better, for it is the last best hope for tens of millions of Republicans. We demand real oversight against this weaponized government. Just look at the bribery. If tens of millions of dollars flowing from foreign corrupt people into the bank accounts of the Biden family wasn't enough for actual impeachment, why were we even looking? Joe Biden deserves impeachment for converting the vice presidency into an ATM machine for virtually his entire family. We all see it. We all know it. Now, moments ago, Speaker McCarthy endorsed an impeachment inquiry. 
This is a baby step following weeks of pressure from House conservatives to do more. We must move faster. Now, I will concede that the votes I have called for will likely fail, term limits, balanced budgets, maybe even impeachment. I am prepared for that eventuality, because at least if we take votes, the American people get to see who's fighting for them and who's willing to tolerate more corruption and business as usual. Mr. Speaker, dust off our written January agreement. You have a copy. Reflect on the spirit of that agreement and build on the start that we had moments ago. Begin to comply. No continuing resolutions, individual spending bills are bust, votes on balanced budgets and term limits, subpoenas for Hunter Biden and the members of the Biden family who've been grifting off of this country, and the impeachment for Joe Biden that he so richly deserves. Do these things or face a motion to vacate the chair. And let me alert the country, a motion to vacate might not pass at first, but it might before the 15th vote. And if Democrats bail out McCarthy, as they may do, then I will lead the resistance to this uniparty and the Biden-McCarthy-Jeffries government that they are attempting to build. I know that Washington isn't a town where people are known for keeping their word. Well, Speaker McCarthy, I'm here to hold you to yours. I yield back. He yields back. Yielding. <clears throat> so... First of all, I love I love that this is, you know, we got to this place in 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 the in the very beginning with this agreement that he's that Gates is talking about at the beginning. We will let you in if you do these things. There's all sorts of gamesmanship going on. None of those things have happened, and as Gates says, a lot of them wouldn't actually go anywhere, but there's been no effort to really do that. There's been kind of the opposite. Now, look, we're not big McCarthy fans here. He, he's, a, he's a decently handsome human being. Good for him. He's good played haircut. the game. Yeah, he's got a good haircut. He's played the game a long time. But, but he has failed on a lot of fronts. He's failed us on a lot of fronts. He's succeeded in taking care of his family and, and keeping his job and, and all of that, uh, which, again, you got to remember, you got to flip it around. Oh, they're, oh, man, he's such a loser. He's failing. Well, He's not failing. <laughs> he's failing us, but he's not failing. He's doing a-okay, folks. That's that's that's. You, we always have to look at it that way, it, just like with communists yeah. and communism. Communism never has worked it as for them. Always. Always. I mean, imagine being a communist leader. Life is amazing. You've got midget servants. You've got all sorts of great things going on, great meals. By the way, we are actively looking to hire a midget for the studio if you have any leads, please send them to producer at redbeachmedia.com. Uh, and you think I'm joking. I'm not. Um, but the problem with this, too, is, is Gates is saying all this stuff. We're going to hold your feet to the fire. We're going to keep you accountable, all of that stuff. And really, nothing ever happens in D.C. And that's what has to be expected. This impeachment's not going to go anywhere. And I hope it does. And it should. And even if it does go somewhere, please remember, folks, that it doesn't mean anything. Impeachments are like it's literally like a, a trophy now. Like how many times you've been impeached? Six like that. It's going to end up being like that. It's just this BS game that people play. It goes nowhere. And I think this conversation will, too. I just don't think that there's a whole lot of there there. No, it's. It's political theater. Speak the speech as I, I pray to you, as I pronounced it to you, tripling on the tongue. 
That's all this is. It's all bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as much as I like Matt Gates and I feel like, you know, he he reflects how a lot of us feel. At the end of the day, nothing ever changes. But I do have to say, I did like Matt's tie. You know, he had that kind of Detroit Lions-themed tie going on, which was very distracting to me because I thought <laughs> he looked more like the GM of the Detroit Lions than, you know, a representative from the state of Florida. But, you know, he he did bring up some good points about, you know, since Kevin McCarthy has become Speaker of the House, we got the Green New Deal. Which, you know, what they called it the Inflation Reduction Act. Right. But now all Democrats are saying, you know, this Inflation Reduction Act is the greatest, the greatest piece of legislation ever signed to combat climate change. Oh, wait a second. You mean it was named something that it actually wasn't? That's weird. Right. Yeah, you know, and it's just, and the thing, to me, the biggest loss that we got was not having the RAINS Act. Because... Without having the RAINS Act in there, that means that federal bureaucracies still can come up with rules and enforce them as if they're laws, which allows the people in the House and the Senate to abdicate from coming up with legislation and making laws, which I think we have too many laws to begin with, and I'm kind of glad that they don't, but to have some nameless, faceless bureaucrat who's a communist and hates the United States and hates anybody who doesn't work for the government, the RAINS Act was one of the biggest losses that we've suffered in, in McCarthy's reign. No, and we've, ta- we've talked about the RAINS Act a lot on this show, more than most. We've, we, we talk about Africa and the RAINS Act more than most uh, on this show. But it is, it's a, huge, it's a huge loss because it's unchecked power for the government in a in a kind of surreptitious way where it doesn't make it seem like they're screwing over the American people. And and that's that's what we're getting. And and all of these that some of the other budget stuff that they're doing, it's just it's ridiculous. And that uh, we always talk about. It. I always talk about it. I don't understand. And I say I don't understand. I completely understand. Why we can't have single issue bills. I just it would solve so much. I know everyone wants term limits. That's not going to happen. You're, you're telling someone to vote themselves out of their livelihood and job. It was never supposed to be a job, never supposed to be a career, but it is now. So you're, you're asking them to, to give up money and power. Most humans aren't going to do that. But if there were single-issue bills, which they're not going to vote on either, but like that would, that, would, that would do so much for us. It would be a huge step in the right direction. And it's so, so simple. It's such a simple common sense concept. What are we voting on today? We're voting on the RAINS Act, mm-hmm. which, which does the following. Here are the, the goods. Here are the bads. This is what we're voting on. But instead, it's really we're voting on or the Inflation Reduction Act. Here's what we're doing to reduce inflation. It should just be a paragraph or a page describing what you're going to do. And instead, it's a multi-thousand-page document that includes every topic under the sun, and most of which is, of course, climate change in the case of the Inflation Reduction Act. No one even knows what they're voting on. No one can read the bills. They don't have time to read the bills. And and you're not actually voting on any one thing. You're giving up. Okay, I do agree on this. But if you agree on this, you've got to actually agree on all these things, too. I mean, it's the most ludicrous backwards system in the history of mankind, it makes 
zero sense and i'm not the smartest person in the world and some of you trolls are like damn straight i'm with you on this one i agree but i can figure this out and and yet this system is perpetuated and american people are screwed left and right and and it just continues <laughs> yeah it always does it would be nice like you're saying to vote on the rains act but then somebody comes in and says oh you know what we need to add, you know, attach a billion dollars for uh, chicks with dicks month of visibility, and that'll be a billion dollars added to it. It's like, wait a second. No, we weren't talking about, you know, chicks with dicks uh, visibility month in this. We were talking about us, you know, coming up with bills to make into laws and not nameless faces bureaucrats that has nothing to do with the meat of what we want well that's a bad <laughs> <laughs> this has nothing to do with what we have here right we should just vote on this but that'll never happen because everybody who goes in who is in office has to bring back the pork baby gotta bring it back to to where you're from yeah no it's a it's a huge issue and it's an issue that is is literally leading us down. Now, I mean, there's so much more to it than that. Uh, you know, there's this Marxist revolution, which is the biggest thing that we're enduring <laughs> that's not good for anyone. But there's all these simple fixes that are right there. Again, it comes down to whether it's term limits, voting issues, uh, uh, bill. you know, what's in a bill, what's not in a bill. <laughs> do we want to become a communist country? It, it comes down to, do you actually want to do the right thing? Because if you do... Even this this guy here, our people in our studio here, our team of uh, every, we can uh, we got the answers for you, and they're simple and they're easy and they're ready made and they're right in front of you, but you gotta have the desire to do it, and if you don't have that, we're all screwed. You That's bring up are. a good point. I w I hope somebody in the House of Representatives brings a bill to the floor that forces a vote saying, "Do we want to be a communist country?" And see how many Democrats and how many Republicans vote yes. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. I think that would solve a lot of problems. It would create a lot of problems, but we would definitely all know where everybody stands. And you can choose sides at that point. And, you know, you got to whoever says yes, whoever says no, you and people have to move to those places and continue to further balkanize. Because I don't see I, I, I don't see anything unifying our country ever again. No, I sadly, I sadly agree. And on that somber note, <laughs> we're going to take a break. When we come back, this is that, this is that moment, folks. This is the earmuffs slash mask, not face mask, but like eye mask that you, you get for your children or just take them out of the room. Because when we come back, we're going to show you what it's like for an older man to read <laughs> pornography out loud. Because uh, <laughs> Senator John Kennedy did. He was doing the right thing, to be clear. Uh, we'll show you that on the other side of the break. Have you heard of Executive Order 14067? This little-known order implemented the digital dollar, the most sinister plan to control your spending. 
and it gets worse. In November, the federal government and banks began a test program to roll out the digital dollar. With this, privacy for all Americans will be lost forever. Imagine, the government can now track all of your spending. The government can tell you what you can and can't buy. The government could confiscate your cash. When digital currency was rolled out in China, Bloomberg wrote, quote, this will lead to control like no other, end quote. The EU has announced that they are next, but it is already happening in America, which makes this wealth protection guide that American Alternative Assets just put out even more urgent. Project Hamilton, as this secret order is being called, might be the scariest order to happen to privacy and freedom in America since its founding, which makes this wealth protection guide so incredibly valuable right now. Move your money out of cash and into something that doesn't infringe on your privacy. You see, there is one legal IRS-proof loophole that could protect your IRA, 401k, and pension savings with gold and silver. And this free guide tells you exactly which steps you need to take right now to move part of your IRA or 401k into precious metals with no tax consequences. As this program rolls out, the sky's the limit for the level of government control that could be enforced on your money. Protect your savings and your privacy. But in the devastation ahead, American Alternative Assets is offering you something rare, a chance to protect your wealth and possibly even grow it. Do you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Have you been threatened with levies or have unfiled returns? The IRS is hiring 87,000 agents to boost IRS collections and they have the power to seize assets, freeze bank accounts, and they can even take your home. Tax Network USA can help you today before it's too late. Our CPAs and certified tax experts have proven strategies that work for taxpayers time and time again. These same strategies have saved over $500 million in back taxes, permanently resolving tax debts for good. Stop collections and get relief today before it's too late. celebrate this because what what we're about to listen to makes me uncomfortable too but let's put a little raunch into today's episode uh shall we yes please and i say that because if you've ever wondered what your grandfather would sound like talking dirty and deep down a lot of you are like i kind of have wondered you know you have we've all got our problems i give you senator ted kennedy excuse me john kennedy as he read passages from books that have found their way into elementary schools in America. This is real. As sick as this is, he's reading real stuff that we're in schools. Take a listen. Us to do. Let's take two books that have been much discussed. Um, the first one is called All Boys Aren't Blue. And I will quote from it. I put some lube on and got him on his knees, and I began to slide into him from behind. I pulled out of him and kissed him while he masturbated. 
he asked me to turn over while he slipped a condom on himself. This was my ass, and I was struggling to imagine someone inside me. He got on top and slowly inserted himself into me. It was the worst pain I think I have ever felt in my life. Eventually, I felt a mix of pleasure with the pain. Close quote. All boys aren't blue. The second is a, a, another much-discussed book. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with it. It's called Gender Queer. Okay? Let me read an excerpt from that. Quote, I got a new strap-on strap harness today. I can't wait to put it on you. It will fit my favorite dildo perfectly. You're going to look so hot. I can't wait to have your cock in my mouth. I'm going to give you the blowjob of your life. Then I want you inside of me. End quote. Now, Mr. Secretary, what are you asking us to do? Are you suggesting that only librarians should decide whether the two books that I just referenced should be available to kids? Is that what you're saying? No. Okay. Tell me what you're saying. Well, first of all, there's this— Don't give me a speech. Tell me what you're asking will, me to do. With all due respect, Senator, the words you spoke are disturbing, especially coming out of your mouth is very disturbing. But I would, I would also tell you that we're not advocating for kids to read porn, to Senator Booker's what point. What are you advocating for? We are advocating for— Parents, random parents, not to have the ability under the guise of keeping kids safe to try and challenge the world view of every single manner on these issues. You're getting conceptual game. I'm what not getting conceptual. Well, I'm yes, saying you that are. Yes, you are. Because you, you, I want to know what you're recommending. It sounds to me like what. I mean, do we pause for a quick shower break? <laughs> I love the giggles, by the way, from Tom <laughs> through, throughout this whole thing here. But, I mean, honestly, I feel dirty listening to him. You and should. We, all I mean, of us should. All, I mean, that is that, – I hate – you know, Dave Disco's not here today. Um, so we have, we have Krista TDing, who's like my favorite person on the planet, and I, and I hate that she had to listen to that. <laughs> if we had an HR department, um, we'd, be, we'd be hearing from it. Um, Thankfully, we've got a great team. But I mean, that, books like that, I mean, like in all seriousness, we, we've talked about this. We've shown some pictures, like some animated type pictures before of what's in these books that have gone into schools across the country. And there's, there's zero place for them in, in, in most adult conversations, let alone elementary schools. Yeah. It's just true. And they talk, they talk about, and those people are pushing back on the hill there, and, and others have throughout the past year, several years plus, but particularly, you know, we've had a lot of conversation here in Florida with some of the bills DeSantis has put out and the pushback from the left. They're, they're, they're saying that we're banning books like, like Hitler. What, what Ken, Senator Kennedy just read is what we're talking about. We're not talking about 
about anything egregious we're talking about we we should all be able to agree that what we just heard should not be read by our children right and the the most poignant part of that that uh give and take was when that you know pedo enabling guy in the suit said we don't want random random parents to have the ability to keep children safe so what he is saying is it's up to the government to keep your kids safe. It, the, we're, we're seeing this across the board. Yeah. Democrats are increasing this. They're trying to divide families. They're trying to divide kids against their parents and dissolve the nuclear family. This is what this is all about. This has nothing to do with sex education or any of it. It's to make kids this autonomous make children these autonomous beings that are hypersexualized that are now property of the government and not part of a family right. that's the goal behind this 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 has nothing to do with you know appropriate or inappropriate reading material it's to make that schism even wider yeah and to make sure that these kids grow up in an environment to look to the government as their parents this is this is Marxist revolutionary shit. This is exactly what Mao did. And for Democrats to say, oh, no, that's not what we're doing. We just want to make sure that, you know, kids who are questioning their sexuality have a way to reach out and be heard. It's like, no, you're lying. You always lie, you demonic pieces of shit. What yeah. you're trying to do is dissolve the nuclear family. Yeah, 100%. And they have to. They've got to dissolve the nuclear family. They've got to have that schism. It has to widen to accomplish... All that stuff. And that's why we say all the time, and, and people think it's heartless, and it's really hard to, it's really hard for me personally, and I know for a lot of you guys out there too, as a believer, to reconcile these thoughts in your head because you, 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 first of all, just as decent human beings, regardless of faith, you're wired to want to hope for the best and see the best in people. And then you get to this point where we're at in the country, and it's like, I do not want to reconcile with them. I have no, when, when, when we can't agree that the sexualization of children is bad, we can't agree on what a, what a woman or a man is, but particularly the kid part of it, we have nothing in common. There's, there's literally no baseline left for decency. Right. So like, why, 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 why would we want to do that? Like, I don't, you, you hear that, you hear what was just read there and there's people out there who are like, What's the big deal? Right. Everything? Yeah. <laughs> Every I mean everything that was just that was just read? Like it's and and that's and that's where we are and that's where we are as a country. Cuz they they do I mean again, think of this. We we've got pedophiles who are growing in number and not only are growing in number, but you've got the left who's apologizing for them, giving them new terms. Oh, they're just misunderstood. It's you guys are wrong for no, no. They're trying to categorize pedophilia as a sexual fetish, which is demonic just on face value. They're, they they would let in the end like to decriminalize pedophilia because what you've done during this Marxist revolution, you're taking a child who we've all decided is you know is the most pure thing that we have in our culture, and we have to protect them at all cost, and you are turning them into a product yeah. just just a, a a piece of flesh that it will do whatever the government says so you have to 
at a very young age, you know, it's like, it's like if you've ever been to uh, the Taj Mahal and they used to have the uh, the dancing bears and what these poachers would do would they they would go into these dens and they grab these cubs out of the dens and separate them from their parents knock out all their teeth and then drill a hole through their nose and put a rope in there and get them to like stand up and dance in front of the Taj Mahal this is exactly it's the, the metaphor is the same, but that's what Democrats are attempting to do. They're attempting to poach the dens of these bears, pull them out so they're their property, and get them to dance however they want them to dance. That that's yeah, that that's that's quite the analogy. But yeah, I mean, but 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 but, but you're right. I mean, you're absolutely right. I was not familiar with that exact process, <laughs> but um, but but it absolutely is. It's just. We've gone too far. It's as Jill saying, uh, they've crossed the line, and they have, and 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 that's where we are on so many issues. This is one of the biggest, and this is one of the ones that defines the schism. Not the not the schism they're trying to put between parents and children and 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 family members, but between you know just where we are in this culture war in this country, the battle for the soul of this country. That's. That it's man, it's, it's well the divide, and I'm glad that they're doing it because right now the divide is good against evil. That's it, man. That that is where we're at. There yeah. is one side that has a really dark demonic force being their moral compass, and it is a straight highway to hell that they're on. And then you know you have the other side, which you know. I characterize as good, but it's a very basic thing because there's some people on our side who, I, you know, <laughs> us included, aren't the best Christians that have ever walked the earth. But we realize evil when we see it. And right. people that have sex with children are evil. Yeah. There's no two ways about it. There is no way that you can convince anybody otherwise. And if you try to and you believe that, you're fucked up, man. Yeah. You're evil. No, you are. You absolutely are. Um, and now I'm just depressed. Um, <laughs> let's stay with um, sexual uh, material here for a second, shall we? Since we're just here, let's just stay there. Because there's been this conversation. This is nowhere near as graphic as, as what we just discussed, by the way. Uh, there's no audio sound bites. There's nothing. This is just a conversation. But you've got Michigan State and, uh, you know, a high-profile pro- high Big Ten conference football team who's who's going through a, a yet another scandal. There's been some other scandals at the school, but this one right here, you've got Mel Tucker, who's uh, the head coach there, recently signed a massive deal, who is is being accused, has been suspended, being accused of a bunch of actions uh, related to a a, um, a phone sex conversation with a a, a female. And you've got, oh, and the, um, UPS finally brought us a package that they were supposed to. Uh, but you've, you've got this conversation that's, that's going on and this scandal that's going on. You can see in the OutKick, and, and Clay Travis and OutKick have done the best job of covering this, by the way. Uh, this, this tweet right here, Mel Tucker calls Michigan State investigation bias, says upcoming hearing is a sham, and the accuser is only looking for money. Uh, accuser allegedly sent Tucker a happy Father's Day two months after the call. So kind of how this went, if you guys aren't into college football or don't follow some of the storylines in sports, is basically you have this female who is a prior rape victim who has, has, has 
now gone on to college campuses and is speaking about this, uh, and 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 that's kind of her stick, right, Tom? Yes. So goes on and, and does this. Mel Tucker, obviously the head football coach at a at a major school, gets to know her. I don't know how that the, the genesis of the conver- or the of the relationship started, but but it started. And he was, at the time of all this happening, estranged from his wife. They were separated, figuring out everything. And apparently these these phone sex calls happened. You fast forward to now, to present time, and she's saying that these were sexual assaults. This was sexual assault, going after him for money. To which, Clay Travis's tweet right here, let's put this one up, because this is great. Because my first question when all this popped up is... he says it. How do you have non-consensual phone sex? Is your hang-up button broken? <laughs> I mean, and then he goes on uh, and, and talks about how it'd be laughed out of every courtroom. But I, I honestly don't. And and I understand she's been through some tough times and and some horrible things in in her life. And I hate that she or anyone has experienced that. But what we're talking about here, and and by the way, this was also a thirty-six minute phone call. <laughs> So non-consensual, non-consensual. <laughs> you just you just hung on the whole time. Just kind of maybe you were curious what was coming. Now, I, I don't get it. I don't also get phone sex. It's just not not my jam. Remember back in the day, like like in this, the, the 90s and, and I, they joke about it in Seinfeld every once in a while. That that was a that was an industry. Now, oh, yeah, the now, phone sex. Yeah. Now people just do it. Yeah. But <clears throat> anyways, I, I don't I don't get it, but I, I get it enough to know that if you don't like what's happening on a phone call, you can hit the hang up button. If you don't like what's happening on a television show, you can change the channel. These are simple concepts that you've got to be able to understand. So she's 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 going after him. And, and to be clear, he's estranged. He wasn't divorced. I'm not condoning his behavior, saying he should have he should have been in, engaged in this kind of activity. Uh, he he shouldn't have, but it's his own life. You can do whatever you want. It's not. I guess I'd say it's not how I would do things. But there's really no meat on this bone. It's clear when you're. I remember first ever team meeting I had in college football. Our warning was, don't get, don't be alone in a room with a girl you don't know. And don't get yourself caught in these types of situations because you'll be on ESPN the next morning. Because all they have to do is make a claim. And it's true. And you're the head football coach in a situation like this. you got to be even more careful. You're a high-profile figure. You just signed a massive contract. You're worth a lot of money. And, and then this comes down the pike, and it, it reeks of Brenda Tracy, Stacy, whatever her name is. Yeah, Brenda Tracy. Tracy. Sounds like a, like a, like a character in like a DC <laughs> Universe or Marvel uh, film, like a side character. But it reeks of her just going after money because, again— if you didn't like what was happening, and and keep in mind, there was repeated calls, and two months after the the one call in question that was again thirty six minutes long, that could have been hung up on, sent him a Happy Father's Day text. You know this relationship seemed to be very consensual, and and then it was, hey, you could get some money for this. Oh, oh, really? How? All you got to do is say this. What else do I have to say? Say that. Okay, I'll say it. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. I want money. And and it's 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 turned out. And there's there's different layers to this because Michigan State struggled a little bit since he signed that contract. They would have to pay him if they fired him uh, without something that they could get out of 
seven, I think it's seventy-seven million dollars would be his his buyout. So they'd have to pay him a crap ton, or continue to pay the the length of the contract even more of a crap ton. So you understand kind of why they're doing it. You understand what she's doing. There's just so many pieces to it. But again, even though he seems like he's made some questionable decisions here, and I would say he has, she seems like she's batshit crazy. Oh, for sure. And this whole we we. It's preposterous to think that there's such a term as non-consensual phone sex. <laughs> but then again, look what we're look at the time that we're living in when when gender is now fluid and on a sliding scale and we have different pronouns that people want to go by and different fetishes that they want mainstreamed. So this non-consensual phone sex I think actually has legs. You know, we're we're living in an era where words are violence, supposedly. So, is it possible to have non-consensual phone sex? Five years ago, I would have said no. Today, you're going to have people to say that it was possible because they're going to go into. Well, you know, Mel, in the position of authority, she felt like she couldn't hang up, so she had to stay on the line, and that was his way of asserting power over her. I could just see the left going off on on making non-consensual phone sex a real thing. Yeah. It, it is just—it's it, really pathetic, and it, you're right. It, she seems like she's three years too late for the whole Me Too movement. Right. If this would have happened three years ago, I would have said, yo, this is a slam dunk. But I think now, after the Amber Heard, uh, Johnny Depp trial, that people are like, you know, this whole, you know, believe all women is kind of bullshit, you know? And I'm not saying don't believe women. I'm saying listen to women and then figure out what's real and what's bullshit. There's a difference between taking a dump in your husband's bed uh, you know, after they had gotten into an argument, then jerking off into a plant or raping somebody like Harvey. <laughs> Dear God. Well, that's what he did. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just such a, a different episode today. <clears throat> but yeah, that I mean, it, it, like I said, with the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, it, it's like, okay, this chick is crazy. Right. And then she, you know, she tried to ruin his career. In his life, yeah. it did for a period of time. I don't know if he's ever going to, you know, rebound from it. I'm sure he will because Hollywood's a very shallow place, and Hollywood doesn't need you until they need you. So he he could make any studio a lot of money. Well, here's what's going to be interesting about it because Michigan State's weighed it. You know, they they jumped right in. Of course, they got aside with the the woman here. <clears throat> that's just how that that's what culture dictates, and. And, and when, when an allegation like that's made, uh, sexual assault, not over a phone, not the specifics of this particular case, but in general, okay, something we should probably pause and talk about. So he's suspended, but it does seem like they want him out. But now they're kind of in a, a, a tricky spot because this case has no merit. You know, Clay's talked about it multiple times. This in, 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 at, at the same time, we don't. We live in a crazy ass banana republic now, where where nothing actually makes sense anymore, and and the other side typically wins even when they shouldn't. But in a fair court case, even in the in the court uh, court of public opinion, this should be a straight up loss for her. But they have to they have to be able to prove that it was a massive breach of contract, character, this, that, and the other, 
and and win all those arguments to get him out and not pay him $77, $77 million. So it's either we're paying him $77 million or we've we've sided with the chick in this, but now we're going to eat crow and let him stay here and finish out his – I feel like it's a losing proposition for Michigan State. Oh, it's a total losing proposition. One thing I'm not clear on the story, was this phone call recorded? I don't remember. T- I don't know, to be honest with you. Yeah, because it, it, if it's not recorded, there's no evidence. Right. And if there's no evidence, it's just, a, you know, he said, she said. And in that case, uh, if there's no evidence of him having phone sex with her, I if I were Mel, I would sue her. And right. then I'd sue the university. 100%. You're yeah. owning me $77 million, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. Plus whatever I get out of this court case. Well, this, this tweet here, um, another Clay Travis one, shows that not only was it 36 minutes long, but there was 27 other 30-plus minute calls of similar nature. Like, there's just nothing there. I mean, there's, there's, I don't even understand how it's a conversation at this point. And, and I'm not a, I'm honestly not a huge Mel Tucker fan, if I'm, if I'm being real with you, not just because he's at Michigan State, um, but I, I just am not, I just, I've not been a huge fan of his. But I hope he I hope he comes out on top of this, because I think even though he made a questionable decision that I don't agree with, he's being, you know, just (laughs) drugged through the coals here for no for no apparent reason. And it it all seems to be total bullshit to me. Um, Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We've got a couple other things we're going to get to in in the, the latter part of this hour here, including some some A.I. robots who were at a football game. Okay, because that that happened. Um, And then uh, we're going to squeeze in a bunch of other stories. Just just as a heads up, we're we're today's episode normally goes to six. We're going to five thirty. We had some issues yesterday. We're sorting through some issues today. We were glad to just get as much as we could done. So we're going to five thirty. We're going to cram another hour in here uh, and still have fun. So keep engaging. Hit that like button. We'll be right back after this break and we'll talk about robots. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids, you love God, you love this country, and you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books, They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember... The land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud.
When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, We've got some themes today, and the themes are kind of sex and football. Yeah. (laughs) Inappropriate, out-of-bounds sexual encounters or books and football, and people joining right now are like, what kind of show did I just join? Like, no, 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 I mean, we're we're tackling the issues here, tackling the issues. But you had football seasons in full effect. I know some of you don't watch the NFL because you're mad at them, Not, not saying you shouldn't be. But among the fans sitting at the uh, SoFi Stadium on Sunday to take in the Miami Dolphins game against the Chargers, newsflash, Tom's Dolphins won. Um, Among the the fans, there were a bunch of AI robots. So, And this is from an article here. Uh, We can put this up um, as we talk about it. But just imagine for a moment finding your seat after a pregame trip to the concession stand only to find Johnny number five (laughs) sitting next to you. Uh, You can see two in screen there. There was plenty more. Such a weird, such a weird thing. Now, they were part of a promotion for an upcoming movie, the movie called The Creator, which actually looks good and is a little scary because it's about mankind taking on AI, (laughs) Uh, which I fear maybe it's just a documentary (laughs) of where we're going. But... My question is this, we'll we'll talk more about it. <clears throat> but is this you, you walk in to, you, first of all life's not great cuz you're living in Los Angeles. You're living in California. But you you walk in, you sit down, you're you're there with your kids. You get some hot dogs. Ideally you get a brat cuz bratwurst are superior. Um but you get something and you sit down and there's a robot, <laughs> a couple of robots sitting next to you. Is it creepy? Is it cool? I think I'm going creepy, but I'd love to see what you say. Oh, I, I definitely go creepy. It's kind of cool to, at the beginning. It's like, oh, hey, neat, it's a robot. You know, science fiction coming to life. But then the robot's sitting there and looks at you. Well, hello. How are you? Just with those lifeless dead eyes, but still making, like, facial reactions to it. But the, one of the reasons why this creeps me out a lot is what I think is happening and in sports and in entertainment, especially when it comes to live audiences, is to make these events only for the elite class. And we see it with ticket prices going up. We see it with the amount of money concessions cost. 
all to make way for the elites to be able to have their run of the place and be able to congregate and be entertained while watching something while the peasant class is reduced to actually purchase, purchasing a ticket at the venue, but using VR. So if I own a venue and I shrink it down to, you know, 5,000 people or whatever that, you know, that, that can afford to come and watch the game and have an experience, I can also take those other 5,000 seats and resell those in a virtual reality world. So you still get the, the feeling that you're at a stadium watching a game, but you're not there. Interesting. <laughs> I, I mean, but it, I mean, I, I think the, the, the thread that you're tugging on with, with the, you know, how the elite look at this, there's some, there's some logic to that. I can get behind that. That makes sense. And they have, I mean, they're pricing people out. I'm telling you, my wife and I like to go to country concerts, right? We got, like to go to country, we like to go to football games. B- both outside of the, we have, we still, you guys, most of you guys know, we still have Viking season tickets, which makes no sense because we live in Florida. But outside of the ones that we we have access to, y- you get a ticket to anything now. It's by Bidenomics not working, um, right. and the prices of all that stuff they're through the roof. I'm, embar- I'm embarrassed what it cost us to go to the Aldean concert a couple weeks ago. But, I, you know, it, the next time you're watching a game, watch anytime they score a touchdown and the steady cam comes onto the field, and notice the shallowness of the depth of field with the lens. And the fans in the background is totally blurry. And it takes the fans out of the game and just makes it about the person who scored the touchdown. And it, it, it replicates how it looks like on Madden or any kind of other football video game that you play, and the fans become NPCs in the background, you know, non-player characters. Playable characters, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is conditioning for us to be who aren't in the elite class to be thought of and to be looked at as NPCs, as you see with these touchdown celebrations in the Steadicam. It's just going to keep going until we're like, okay, there's really no more fan shots. And plus, if you're going to use a robot as your fan, I would think that if I'm a a guy, you know, person who owns a venue and I have the ability to bring in robots who aren't going to cause fights or get drunk and I don't have any liability for them getting in fights or murdering somebody in the parking lot, I'm going to be totally fine with it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, and that that is one thing. You you lose out, you lose the rowdy the rowdy fan. I'm trying to see if we have this other other bumper here. Um it it don't worry about it if we don't. We don't, we probably just don't have it in there. But um I'm trying to figure out how we're how we're doing the last bit of the show. Let's do this. I want to transition to I love seeing giraffes on my on the screen over here. Uh we got so many random ass bumpers on this show. But uh, I want to actually jump ahead. We're gonna go. We're gonna go to another kind of racy story, and then we're gonna go to some international stuff for the final for the final hurrah, the final half hour of the show today. But you, you've got this this Virginia Democrat that everyone's aware of now. <laughs> Back to the sense. and we're just and we're just gonna lean into it today. I don't know how this show became so naughty today, but it just is. But no, you're like Hugh Hefner, and I'm Larry Flint. <laughs> I know, I, and I have a cigar over here too. I should just be like smoking it as we as we do it. But the pervert is back. You've got a um, a wife 
a nurse and a mother and apparently a chatterbait cam girl as well. <laughs> Did you know that website existed? <laughs> no. Let me, uh, so let's it, let's find let's find the clip of of her um, if we have it, and if we don't, we can we can just talk through it. Um, not that one. That's the second one. And then I think it's. It's the one where she she's on a she's naked on a on a on a on a yeah um, super classy camera on her laptop. Well, it it might be for the best even if we don't play it. But but you've gotten you've probably seen it out there, and some of you probably have have watched it repeatedly. Um, For there we go, that one. Um, Yep, that's that's the way the show's going today. Um, So. You've got this chick who's running for office. She's a wife. She's a nurse. She's a mother. And as I said, a chatterbait cam girl, please do me a favor. Don't Google that. (laughs) Your computer will be run down with all sorts of stuff. But she's running for a seat in the Virginia State House. And here she is on camera. This is what she does in her free time. The model in his underwear. Okay, so probably let's just dive into U.S. culture today. (laughs) What is chatterbait? I know you came here asking today what that is. Uh, You certainly are now. It's a website, apparently, where subscribers can interact with content creators such as Susanna Gibson and pay the creators to perform sex acts for tokens. It's basically a cyber peep show. Yeah, it's like the old days when you go in and you put like quarters in the machine and that screen comes up and the woman on the other side's like, pick up the telephone, like miming it to you and you pick up the telephone and you're like, hello. And she's like, what do you want me to do? And then... I feel like you've done this. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this this is a reference. I I am repeating a scene from the movie Tattoo. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. This is a family show. It's not anymore. Um, Never really has been. But look, not my cup of tea. However you want to make a buck, it's up to you. You know, you're Mel Tucker. You want to have phone sex with somebody, you know, be cautious because you're going to get into trouble like you are now. It looks like you should come out on top. You want to do this stuff? Okay. That's your call. I personally am not a fan of it. I'd feel uncomfortable voting for, for someone who's a married mother willing to perform sex acts on camera in front of strangers online for, for money. Guess, I mean, call me old fashioned, but that's just not my ideal candidate. Um, but that's who she is. I mean, this, so she not only does that, she not only does these videos that she puts out there for the world to see and for the world to engage with and literally say, you know, tell me what to do kind of a thing. But this, this chick a year ago yesterday, right? Or a year ago, two days ago, September 11th, 2022, put out, I like being choked and I like being hit. What? Like, that's... It's classy. <laughs> super classy. That seems inappropriate and over the line, even into the world of pornography. Like, you need to simmer down. <laughs> here's, here's, here's a lollipop. Here's a, here's a coloring book. Just go sit in the corner and think about things for a little bit. Yeah. Take, take a beat. You know, if adults 
want to engage in this activity, that's totally fine. But if you're going to run for office and this comes out, you're not the victim. I, when, when my kids were younger, when they were in elementary school and I'd go pick them up, uh, remember Amy Fisher, the Long Island Lolita, her boyfriend Joey Buttafuoco? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Her kids went to my kid's school, and at the time, she was doing porn inside her house. She had her own website and everything, and so it was really odd interacting with her when, you know, walking to the school to, like, pick up the kids, knowing that she almost murdered somebody, did jail time, and is now doing porn. But she wasn't running for any political office, so it was like, you know, she seemed nice enough. The kids, her kids really liked her, so it was like, you know what, if that's the way, the only way that you can make a living now, I guess, you know, it's too bad that you can't, you know, find something else, but that's, you know, the, the, the path that, you know, you've determined for yourself. This woman, one of the big issues that I have with her is the fact that she's trying to pass herself off as a doctor when she's a nurse, wearing the white co white lab coat with a stethoscope around it. It's like it, she's very, you know, Jill Biden about this whole, like, perception game that's going on. That part I find extremely egregious. Well, that's the thing. Look, I mean, our, so <clears throat> you— People do what they do, right? They do it in terms of their decisions, how they live their life, what their what their beliefs are, all of that, how they have to make money. It, it is what it is. This it's a broken world. We our church does a cool thing where they help out women who are who are in not not in this industry per se, but in in stripping and some stuff like that. Um, it's a it's a really cool organization. They don't go into the facility to do all you know. Anyways, you get the point. Because there's there's people who are just downtrodden. They're down. They have to take care of their kids. They got to make money. There's good money in that. They get trapped into that, and it doesn't mean that they're awful people. But you, <clears throat> there's also this weird jump that's happening here, where like the you 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 crawl out, and I don't think she's crawling out of anything. I don't think she. I I don't know her finances, but like you're you're making decisions to do this for for one thing or for one reason or another there's going to be backlash on this the next thing you do is not to try and thrust yourself into some super public profile role or position like if you were struggling financially you kind of build yourself up kind of keep your head head down stay under the radar and and work yourself back into a normal life you don't run for a, a, a seat like that it just seems like a weird thing but then when you do it here, here, here's the whole reason we're talking about this in the first place all that aside is you you do this you put yourself out there quite literally and then when someone calls you on it you're saying that a sex crime is committed against you yeah. <laughs> i mean this is a quote from her she said my political opponents and the republican allies have proven they're willing to commit a sex crime to attack me and my family because there's no line they won't cross to silence women when they speak up Okay, first of all, speak up. You were saying, what do you want me to do? Um, <laughs> that's okay. That's Let's just get that out there. But how, I mean, how on earth is this a sex crime? You, you went out and were performing in, in the porn industry, and someone said, hey, Susanna Gibson, who's running for office, is also in, in porn. That's not a sex crime. That's called just bringing attention to something. And you could you could be like, I'm proud of it. I'm I'm doing it, and that's your thing. Like, okay, but but to try and claim victim status, 
Yeah, they're trying to change the narrative. They're trying. I've seen several articles on different uh, news websites today about this story, and they're referring to it as a leaked sex tape. Okay, it's not Tom, Tommy Lee and Pam Anderson when the construction worker comes in, breaks into the safe, and takes the video of Tom, Tommy and Pam and releases it and makes money off it. That's a leaked video. It's not Kim Kardashian and I can't remember the dude that she was with. And, you know, she she was the first one to like really cash in the whole the, the whole family, the their their empire started from her sex tape. But anyways, I digress. I'm <laughs> gonna get back to my point. And my point being is when you're a cam girl, it, 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 you 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 log on you have your username, you set up your profile, and the public has access to you. It's not like somebody stole private property of yours and then released it trying to humiliate you or try and make a buck off it. Right. She engaged in this activity in a public forum to make money off it. Right. And then somehow to claim victim status is absolutely ludicrous but what's even more ludicrous is the fact that now that you have other Democrats and the media jumping on the train of she's a victim because the mean old Republicans are using this against her. And let's not forget, I went to her um, website, not her chatterbait room, but to her actual campaign website. She's endorsed by Ralph Northam. You know, remember the old governor of blackface? Blackface Northam, yeah. Yes. She's endorsed by him proudly on the first page of her website. So that tells me a lot about her, that she's totally for, you know, up up until birth abortion. So she's a scumbag to begin with, trying to be, you know, trying to uh, establish some sort of victimhood. By by claiming that you know Republicans have you know uh, committed a sex crime against her is stupid, and I'm going back to the fact that she's totally misrepresenting herself, wearing a white lab coat and a stethoscope, trying to portray herself as a doctor when she's a nurse. There's nothing wrong with being a nurse, but if you're gonna no, have, they do the majority of the work these. Yes. But 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 call yourself be, admit what you are. Be who you are. Dress how you normally dress for work. And this is another point about Democrats not being authentic. Right. She is not authentic. She's just another left-wing hack liar and you know she's also a chatterbait girl and one more point i'm sorry i'm you know going on and on please but chatterbait only fans all these pornographic websites or even airbnbs who do you think those eighty-seven thousand new irs agents are going to target they're going to target people in the gig economy and people who are sex performers in the gig economy it's a multi-billion-dollar business, and the IRS is going to come for their chunk of flesh from her. Literally, yeah. they're going to want their money. And those Democrats like her are the ones who support Biden and the whole Democrat Party. They're the ones who are going to get absolutely filleted by the IRS when the IRS starts auditing them. Yeah, no, they are. I mean, this, this, that—that's who. Is going to get crushed. It's it's people in that industry because they know it's a it's a cash cow for them. Them mean the IRS and the government. Uh, so I think you're right. But, but what's going to be interesting about this is how it all plays out in the end in terms of her candidacy and and all of that because 
the left know how to play these games. They play them so damn well. Like, do not be shocked. If she wins. If she wins. <laughs> yeah. Because that's just the, the crazy world we live in today where it's, oh, my gosh, she's so done. And But as soon as you, and I say this to me, as soon as we collectively, one, say, oh, my gosh, that person's so done because they made the dumbest decision, instead of saying, like, carrying on that 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 trend or down that road, it, it should be, oh, crap, they're going to win, aren't they? Like, because that's... She is. She's the victim. The way that they, they wordsmith things, the way that they flip things on their head and, and turn people on their team into victims and make us awful. I mean, we're, we're be, already, not just not us here on this show, that happens all the time too, but people in conservative America are being told how awful we are for calling her out. And we're not even, again, we're not calling her out. If that's what you want to do in your free time, by all means, do it. It's very different than how we do things in our house. But we're bringing attention to it and it's somehow a sex crime now (laughs) i mean think about this we've talked about two sex crimes today this is just the kind of weird wednesday that it is maybe we make it sex crime wednesdays yes uh but we've talked about a phone call being sexual assault and it's a sex crime that we're saying hey susanna gibson's into some kinky shit and she gets paid and she comes into your bedroom or hotel room or wherever you are virtually and does what you ask her to do for for money yeah we're the bad guys yeah this whole thing would be like going to the police station and saying that you need a restraining order against one of your hands because your hand committed sexual assault on yourself You know, it's just, it's that kind of lunacy that we live in. And I know that, you know, I'm making a joke about it, but I guarantee you there's a left-wing nut job who would go in and say, my left hand just sexually assaulted me and I need a restraining order against it. (laughs) Oh, boy. Right? Yeah, right. Five years ago, we we would just be making a joke like that amongst ourselves but now every time that i come up with any kind of outlandish joke material i think to myself that's actually possible nowadays oh absolutely <laughs> if you think it's ludicrous then just wait it's gonna happen uh but ting says i put her name in google search to see what politics she had and the sex tapes were right there oh god no uh, yeah, again, don't search Chatterbait and be careful on searches with Susanna Gibson. But someone did this. They took her commercial and mashed it up. Uh, they, I really, I say mashed it up. They just put a new ending on it. Um, since we're in the land of, of inappropriate right now, here's a, here's a new version of one of her campaign commercials. Susanna Gibson, candidate for delegate, and I sponsored this ad. I'm a mom and a nurse practitioner. When I walk through this door, it's never about politics. I'm here for the gangbang. <laughs> Inappropriate, yes. But she again, she brought it on on herself. Okay. We're gonna that's, take- that's not that's not victim shaming or victim blaming when you say she brought it on herself. She that's her part-time job. Exactly. Yeah. She signed up. She had to fill out a form, link her bank account to it. Yeah. And then and then just nobody stole part a, a videotape or a you know dvd from her house and released it this is all it, the, that footage of her is accessible to anyone 24 hours a day seven days a week yeah 
Yeah. It is. It is. All right, so here's the game plan. We're going to take our last break, our last break of the day, and then we're going to come back. We're going to talk Putin. We're going to probably get into some 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 news that dropped as it pertained to some people I used to know, not individually, uh, just an organization, uh, and how things kind of went south on COVID uh, as it pertains to to the agency. And then we'll potentially get to some some stuff in Africa, too, uh, as well, because that's what we do around here. <laughs> We're Niger heavy. That's that's what we are. We got to just change the name of the show to Niger today. Niger today. Yeah. Uh, but we'll do all of it after this last commercial break. Commercial break. Stay with us. Attention, Americans. Breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Get more of Drew and This Is My Show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Let's get in some international type stories, if you will, here. We've we've hit the sex stuff hard. Yes. We definitely have. Still can't get Senator Kennedy <laughs> reading out of out of um out of my head. It's just in there. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. It's just there. But <clears throat> We're going to talk some international stuff because, again, I think it's, you know, we've had some fascinating conversations today, no doubt. Hopefully, hopefully you folks have enjoyed them and not been grossed out to the point uh, where you left. But 
<laughs> Ting, I go to work angry tonight. I can just blame uh, Drew. Yes, absolutely. By by all means, we we're just we're just sharing what's going on. <laughs> it's not fun. Uh, we have fun with you, but it's not necessarily fun just but just sharing all that stuff. But we we tend to hit on international stuff here more than most, just because one that's I spent most of my life overseas. That's kind of the world. I, Tom has been all over the world doing that. So it 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 has a special place in our heart. But it's also super freaking important because we get so distracted. Our, our media is so good at distracting the American populace from not only what's really happening here at home, but but what's happening abroad, which has a huge impact on what's happening home at home. So we get into it, I think, a lot more than than probably other folks do, particularly in conservative media. Um, we don't just talk about Trump. We don't just talk about Biden. We try and we try and touch on as many things as possible. And as we go into the rest of this year, we're going to try and do that even more. Uh, so bear with us, because, again, there's just got to be some of those conversations. But I, I want to start with this, because then this kind of ties in both. Because we've got four indictments into President Trump, a bunch of witch hunt investigations that are, are going on here. And it's all completely BS. It just is. You look at each and every one of these, and, and all of them essentially, Tom, you said it earlier, they boil down to thought crimes. They boil down to, I'm charging you with this because you hurt my feelings. And then you read the charge, and it's some just very vague, vague charge that's like, you can't even, you can't even nail him for this. What is this charge? Even? Why do we even have this charge? kind of stuff like some of them some of them are charges that have dated way way back to freaking like civil war times right it's 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 ludicrous but <clears throat> i bring all that up um if if we can let's get the putin clip lined up um but i i bring it all up because these things are happening We've got this war going on overseas with Ukraine and Russia, right? We all know about that. We talk about it all the time. Well, Putin weighed into the investigations into Trump and essentially just called him straight up bullshit here. This is this is his words, not mine. Take a listen. То, что касается преследования Трампа, ну это, конечно, для нас то, что происходит в сегодняшних условиях. На мой взгляд, это хорошо. Почему? Потому что это показывает всю гнилость американской политической системы, которая не может претендовать на то, чтобы учить других демократии. Все, что происходит с Трампом, это преследование по политическим мотивам своего политического значит, конкурента. Вот что это такое. И делается это на глазах общественности США и всего мира. Они просто обнажили свои проблемы внутренние. So he's calling us out, saying they're going after Trump for because he's a political rival. They're going after him for political reasons. He's 100% right. That's what it is. It's kind of funny coming from, right. from Vladimir Putin. But the left is going to take this. See, this is proof that Trump was a puppet of Putin because yeah. Putin's sticking up for Trump. Right. <laughs> no, Putin's just seeing what we're all seeing here. That's, that's what is happening. He's seeing that, and he's also seeing the fact that we're giving Ukraine all this money and sending drones into, you know, hit civilian targets in <laughs> Moscow. So whatever he can do to create more chaos in the U.S., of course he's going to do that. Yeah. No, absolutely. It, it's, it's, it's the logical thing. Again, coming from, from him in a country where you don't want to be an opponent of, of Putin or you don't want to be an outspoken opponent of Putin, it's kind of funny. But 
but this is really simple this this is just calling a spade a spade what we're enduring here in america this this transition that i would it's not even is happening has happened is the more appropriate way of saying it now of of how our judicial system is weaponized how all of washington is weaponized it it's just what's happening that there's there's no two ways about it. and again i you guys have heard me i i'll i pick on trump too i pick on everyone he's done a lot of things that i think weren't perfect he's done a ton more that i thought were great i think he was an outstanding president uh, but whether you like him or don't like him this whole this the whole conversation should be what is this really about and and everyone just jumps on it because they like him or they don't like him. It's it's really more important of what is this really about and what is what is the next step of this for the entire country, including some of the Democrats who are out there celebrating this. Like this is so great, he's gonna go down. Like it's it's I always say it's bigger than Trump, and it is right. It's it's a big issue, and a lot of people on the left are clinging to the fact of saying, you know, Trump in trying to remain in office and trying to sway, you know, reverse the election, reached out to different states, to the delegates for their electoral slates and have alternate ones. Okay, if you're a dumbass liberal that, you know, really wants Trump in jail, you're just going to take it at face value. What you're not going to realize is every election that has, you know, a state where the race is close, they have backup slates so if there is a recount that's done it won't delay the certification process so every time that you know 2016 states did it that had electoral votes that went for hillary clinton were the alternative ones in case if there was a recount they could still certify the election and that's what this whole electoral count slate is what all Dumbass Democrats are hanging their hats on saying you can't do that, but it happens in every election. Right. And so, you know, the funny thing to me about all the you know, the Russiagate, the P tape, the the dossier, is everybody on the left has fallen for every ruse that came out from the deep state. But at the end of the day, they call us conspiracy theorists when they fall for every single conspiracy that's out there. Yeah. It's amazing. It is. It is. <laughs> um, Beth, for God, said another reason I respect Drew's show, no Trump worship. Yeah, we don't. We just, we don't. I, I don't. I should say, I don't want to speak for anyone else on the show. I don't worship anyone, any candidate, any party, any, I just don't do it. It's not my, it's not my style. I'm concerned that they're going to, we've talked about this a bunch on the show, um, staying on topic with what you're saying, but pivoting a little bit, just forecasting ahead. I, I'm concerned they're going to get him off the ballot in a couple states. Yeah, that's the next step. It's the next step. And, and, and people, people are going to say, don't worry, we're still, we can just do this or we can write them in or we can... They get them off in a couple of key states, and that is horrible for our constitutional republic. Yeah, it's game over. It's game over. It it it, it really is. Um, all right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But I thought it was good. Um, I thought it was good just just to talk about Putin calling it out because that's what needs to happen. And 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 honestly, it, he wins in the end from this. She wins from this. Jing, Jinping wins from this. But they they still at the same time are looking at it like what the hell is happening in America? Yeah, like 
good good for us good for the BRICS nations good for our economies not good for theirs but they've also got to be and I, and again they they want this they're they've been pushing stuff we got to do an episode by the way on that one um is it Brezmanov? Brez the the that one article oh the, the one that I said yeah you the, about? yeah yeah we need we need to do a, maybe next week we'll do a segment on that because it's he it, nailed it from 1984 yeah. and the the long game I'm telling you and that's that's us too Democrat, Democrat. Well, let's start international. Chinese, Russia, all of them, all of our big state actor foes play the long game. They play it so much better than us. We're better in so many other areas, but in terms of the long game, they're better. Domestically speaking, the other side, as we always give them credit for, so good with the long game. We're not. We're so many moves behind. They're like passing go multiple times. We're still. I can't think of the first. Like, is it Baltic? What are the first uh, in Monopoly? Oh. Are the crappy ones. It doesn't matter. Uh, but we're we're like they're trying to figure out like the the strategy, and they're like lapping us. Uh, but let's let's do something. It turns out we do have our Africa bumper. So let's go over to to Africa. This is Africa News today. So it's time for some Africa news. Here we go. Did you know? I mean, we're everywhere. We've got a presence everywhere. I, I, it, my, it, well, I won't, I'm not going to go on to some soliloquy about my background, but did you know that we have a United States military base in Niger? I kind of knew that we had one only because of the Green Berets who got ambushed by Boko Haram and killed. Just years ago. Yes. Big story. What, what's the documentary on that, by the way? I can't remember the name of it. It was so good. But Gordon Meek, who narrated it and produced it, and the guy who debunked the whole ping pong comet pizza, Pizzagate thing, is the one who got arrested by the FBI for child pornography. Yes. <laughs> well, it's I, you sent it to me. I, I We got to find that so we can share it with the audience because it is a fascinating fascinating documentary yeah uh really really worth the watch the, that one and ukraine on fire are probably two in terms of geopolitical ones two of the better ones i've watched in in the not too recent past here uh so so we'll, we'll figure that out and, and share it with you guys for sure but we bring up niger today because a group of u.s trained nigerian officers joined the junta the group that overthrew niger's democratically elected president Back in late July, more than 1,000 U.S. troops have been largely confined to their Nigerian outposts, including America's largest drone base in the region, uh, Air Base 201. Uh, and how do you say that? Agadez? I believe so. Agadez? I don't know. I'm not a West Africa guy. Never was, was stationed over there. But the base has cost the U.S. a total of $250 million since construction began back in 2016. It's a key U.S. surveillance hub in West Africa, uh, something that's important, by the way. We're not bashing—I'm not—but no one's, I don't think, bashing us for having a presence there. On the intel side, the special operations side, these, these ISR hubs are huge for us. Um, you've got to have them. But in testimony before the House and Senate Armed Services Committee in March, the chief of U.S. Africa Command described Air Base 201 as a minimal— 
and low-cost presence or entity. General Michael Langley, the AFRICOM chief, told Congress about just two enduring U.S. Ford operating sites in Africa Camp Lemonier in Djibouti and a longtime logistics hub on Ascension Island in the South Atlantic Ocean. Langley said, quote, the, com uh, excuse me, the command also operates out of 12 other posture locations throughout Africa. These locations have minimal permanent U.S. presence and have low-cost facilities and limited supplies for these dedicated Americans to perform critical missions and quickly respond to emergencies. Experts say that Langley misled Congress, downplaying the size and scope of the U.S. footprint in Africa. AFRICOM's posture on the continent actually consists of no fewer than 18 outposts, in addition to Camp Lemonier and Ascension Island, according to information from AFRICOM's secret 2022 theater posture plan, which was seen by, uh, seen by The Intercept, the publication The Intercept, that is. A U.S. official with knowledge of AFRICOM's current footprint on the continent confirmed that the same 20 bases are still in operation. Another two locations in Somalia and Ghana were also uh, operational, according to the 2022 document. Uh, or they were under evaluation, I'd say, in, in that document back then. So, so bottom line to this story and to kind of Langley's comments and, and the hearing in March, we train soldiers who overthrow the government. We do that a lot. <laughs> we're good at it. I will say I'm not going to pick sides here per se. It is kind of fun, but... That happened, and Langley Langley um, shared a little different version of the truth uh, in, in March as it pertained to activity on the continent of Africa. He won't be punished. I think he should be punished. Well, and, and but here's the thing. So he, I, I I don't disagree with you. Here's here's how this is complicated. Okay, because I know of some some bases on the continent, uh, not the ones we talked about here not the the two that were named um but the tricky thing is is in this particular continent where you're you're pri primarily going after extremists right the horn of africa west africa going after extremists there and then they serve as a hub for different spots there you do need a presence most of them are s smaller a lot of them not spoken about and and most of them kind of combined between my former people and either SOCOM or JSOC, but you, it's a tough spot, right? Because you need, and, and, and you guys can disagree in the audience too on this, but you need some, you need some stuff to be clandestine. If you're, if you're JSOC or you're the agency, you've got to have some stuff that's not known. And there's obviously got to be some form of accountability to, the taxpayer and to the American people, but everyone in Congress also doesn't need to know some of the operations that we do. Uh, so I go back and forth on this. Like, should you be lying on the Hill? No, you're under testimony. You shouldn't. So, so, so wrong. I get that. But there's also got to be a way where we keep, <clears throat> keep some of these, these establishments in place because we also still do have a national security mission we have to operate and the people who are doing that as much as we hate the people in dc and and the pentagon currently the operators who are on the ground doing it are are, are it literally in some cases friends like so it's it's a it's a tough it's a tough deal like what does congress need to know what does the american people need to know not know and I don't know where I lie on it other than to say it's complicated. It is complicated, but, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, 
if you're Langley, how difficult is it to say, I will tell you that information in a secure setting? Yeah, fair. Exactly. No, totally, totally. And he, but even there, like some of the, the you'd have these douchebags come over on CODELs, congressional delegations, and they'd come into a, an operating environment. And they would usually meet with they'd meet with state because they have to pretend, you know, and they fit better there because they neither of them do anything. But then they'd, of course, always come and talk to the people actually doing shit. And they would want to know everything. It's like, I, I know that you think you're cool. We just saw a bunch of them walking around in Milwaukee, right? Everyone thinks they're cool. <laughs> and these rock stars because you're an elected representative. Elected representative actually means you're our bitch. You work for us. But they'd come over and want to hear all this information. I need to know about all these programs and your most sensitive stuff that's going on. It's like, you're not cleared for that, brother. You're not. You're, you probably shouldn't even be on this compound that doesn't exist. So you're right. He should have said, I, can, I can't talk about this. We have a presence in some other areas that we can't discuss in, in an open forum. We can talk about it there. But even I would take a step further. Even, even beyond that, it should be... You guys aren't read into this. There's some shit that goes on that you guys don't even know about and you shouldn't know about because some of you are sleeping with Chinese spies. So <laughs> so this is probably not the appropriate uh, time or setting, and, and you're, it, it, nor is it ever going to be for them. So there needs to be some level of transparency, 100%. The American taxpayers need to know what's going on. But if they knew everything, it would also be catastrophic and also... The, 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 the threats that are out there, there would be a lot of panic. So I go back and forth on it. Um, there's a lot more going on in Africa than anyone knows about. I wasn't aware of all the stuff specific in Niger because uh, a lot of the activities up in the Horn of Africa. But um, uh, the, the, that documentary about Niger is 3212 Redacted is the title. Okay. I'll 3212 put it, I'll, Redacted. 3212 Redacted. Yep documentary i'm putting it in the rumble rumble chat here uh so you guys can check it out it's fascinating it's not good for my former people no because they're <laughs> um, the ones responsible for the ambush yes <laughs> not um, to give anything away but i think everybody kind of had well i don't know it was, it was one of those stories that just sort of flashed and went away right you know just like remember the uh the guys from the strip club who organized a landing party that was going to overthrow maduro in venezuela <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, and they, they were cruising up on boats, and uh, they got rolled up by the Venezuelan military, and now they're sitting in prison for a really long time. And actually, the late, great pedophile Bill Richardson went there to try and free one of them hmm. and was unsuccessful. Trying change. You know, I'm sorry. The late, great alleged pedophile <sighs> Bill Richardson. Alleged pedophile. <laughs> lots of Lots of documentation on that. Um, there's two ways we could go here. Here's where I'm going to go. And then, and then we'll, we'll come back. Well, actually, no, let's, let's, let's do a more natural segue. Let's do a more natural segue. And let's, let's talk about this report. You pulled it this week, Tom. Um, there's five out of, was it five out of six analysts at the agency? Six out of seven. Six out of seven. Yeah. I, why don't you give a, a recap of it? So basically, they had uh, seven CIA analysts try and figure out the origins of COVID. Was it a lab leak or did it come from a wet market? And the whistleblower has come out 
and obviously he's the seventh because six of them got paid off by the CIA to say that it came allegedly from, allegedly yeah. came from a wet market according to this whistleblower. All of us knew. Everybody knew where it came from. Right. You know, when John Stewart was on Stephen Colbert, it's so obvious in this whole. And I always go back to the fact that when Fauci said that it came from a wet market and tried to, uh, you know, perpetrate that lie on the United States, and he didn't make the connection between bat soup and erectile dysfunction, I knew he was lying at that point. And. What this document, there's a document has been released from this whistleblower saying that six of the seven, like I said, were paid by the CIA to come up with a different version than what we all knew to be true. It's interesting that they went with analysts, too. It's, it is and it's not, because analysts, you know, the finished product comes from an analyst. Uh, you know, sometimes they'll get cables or report operational reports that, that go forward to uh, policymakers, but typically it's... The analysts collect all the information, have no idea what life's actually like on the ground, whether it's this kind of intelligence on a, on a man-made virus in China or a terrorist information, whatever the case might be, is they take that and they present it that way. But it's interesting that they pay off that person, pay off the people who are just taking all the information in, coming up with what they think is actually going on, which again is kind of a laughable notion in the first place. There's some sharp analysts there, don't get me wrong. But you're 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 taking it and you're paying them as opposed to the person who's giving it to them. It seems like it would make more sense to try and get ahead of the information and say, report this back. We're going to pay you guys in the field to to pass to to pass this information along because then it's more controllable. Yeah, you have more deniability, I would think, if yeah. you were, you know had a source on the ground wherever it was and saying this is the outcome that we want. Make sure that when our analysts get it. They come up. They come up with the conclusion that we want instead of, like you said, pressuring the analyst to to change their their mind on the conclusion they came up with. Yeah. Now most of the analysts are liberal, so it's probably easy to 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 do that. But <laughs> oh yes, we'll do it right away. This is real spy work. Oh my god. So we're <laughs> we're gonna perpetrate this fraud on the United States. This is what I signed up for. This is what being a spy is all about. <laughs> right? Is that an analyst? That's uh, yeah, kind of. It kind of is. But the best part would be when they tell you, "No, that's not true. That's not what's happening." Like, I'm sorry, were you there? <laughs> You're just writing shit down. You just just here, here. Here's a cookie. Just write down what I say. This will that'll be better. This will go better. Um, okay, talking about employees and analysts. Let's move on from that. I'm not necessarily, I mean, we've got a very chill environment here. It's, it's, it's kind of a, a different in, in work environment, um, which is good because I, I probably would, would have a, a, an issue with HR if I had an HR department. As it turns out, I am the HR department, so we just do whatever the hell we want to do. But according to new culture in America, new work culture, this is a headline. The term feedback like you would have, you give your employees feedback. The term feedback is now too harsh. The new word is feed forward. Mm, yeah. More companies, the subheadline, more companies are ditching anxiety-inducing corporate lingo for what they see as gentler terms. Reviews become connect sessions. Listen, the word change is gay. 
What's gayer is that most can't even take feedback. That's how we got here, right? You, you, you have that conversation, a, a counseling session, maybe it's a 90-day review, maybe it's an annual review, whatever the case it might be, and people have gotten so thin-skinned and weak. They started that way. It's not that they reverted to, to being that way. They just are so, so thin-skinned and weak that you can't, you can't use the term feedback. I'm going to give you some feedback now, which, of course, is meant to help them. Right. Because right. you want to help them become a better employee. So it's better for them, better for the company, better for you, the the employer slash boss, whatever the case might be. But now you can't even use the term feedback. You have to use feed forward. And it's it's a connect session. I, I just don't. I mean, honestly, we're at the point now and I've, I've experienced this, too, with with various employees over the years. Where you don't even give feedback or much of it because a lot of people just can't even take it these days. They're so fragile that they break. If you say anything that could even be misconstrued as negative feedback, it's really hard. It's really hard to talk to, to people these days, Oh, especially coming from my old world where it's just blunt and right up there. Yeah. It, it, it's amazing. Uh, my brother-in-law is the president of a law firm and it's a pretty big law firm and during the whole COVID lockdown you know there was no income coming into the law firm so he had to the people who were getting raises the raises had to be put off for another year he had to field a phone call from one of his associates who he thinks the world of as a litigator had to field a phone call from his mom Demanding to know why he didn't get a raise. <laughs> no. Yes. That's the type of world that we're living in. Everything in the business world right now is run by HR departments. And HR departments keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And they don't do anything to help the product. All they do is restrict innovation within the office with all these stupid declarative you know initiatives that they come up with you know like constructive criticism it can't be criticism because criticism is an ouch word it's now <laughs> ouch word constructive instruction <laughs> so if you, you're dealing with these hr department like i said they're the worst they're the worst people running them because they're the the asshole people with the septum piercings and the green hair who, you know, by day work in an HR department in a Fortune 500 company and by night are throwing Molotov cocktails at police cars and painting, you know, all cops are bastards, you know, all over storefronts. Yeah. Those are the same people. And so when they're, they're just HR departments have become corporate cancer. And if you get the wrong cancerous polyp in your HR department, it will consume the entire company until it dies and the the best example and i know that she wasn't in hr but she's a derivative of hr was that chick who you know was hired because she checked hr boxes that took down bud light yeah no exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. i forget her name too but i know exactly who you're talking i can picture her no it's it the, the whole thing this that, that and that's really what the, the best way to describe this wokeness 
and and everything that's happening in our country is it is a cancer or it's a poly. I mean, it's just it destroys everything. There's there's nothing in its path and and that it doesn't it doesn't completely alter and and make worse. I just don't get it. I I, I mean, I I do get it. I I just I hate it. I hate it, and I just I, people need to be uncomfortable. You can you can be bold, say what you're thinking, what you're meaning. You can try and do it in a nicer way, uh, for sure, but still get the message across. But even if it's someone who just does it more bluntly, like that's good. It's good for you to hear it that way. It makes you stronger. You've got to have thick skin in this world. You definitely do uh, in in the jobs that matter. I can tell you that much. It, it's just we've we have just bread weakness everywhere and why have hr departments gotten out of control what did it all start with oh here it, this is how we're ending the show today <laughs> casual friday right tom yep that okay. was introduced by somebody in hr saying you know what would be really great is if we embrace casual friday and from there the decline of western civilization started <laughs> quote tom cunningham <laughs> It always comes back to casual Friday. You know, I, I've actually have started writing an essay about this, and as soon as it's, do, as it's done, I will be glad to read it on air. Okay, all right. We will we will we will carve out some time for that today. It's it's just listening to Tom's essay. Uh, some might call it a manifesto. I prefer to call it an essay. An essay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, we'll look forward to that. Uh, and we will look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Again, reminder, it's it's 5.30 Eastern. Some of you are like, why are you ending now? Um, there's just, we just start today. That's just kind of how things are going today. Uh, but we've got behind the, the network coming up here, uh, behind RVM network, that is. So stick around, check that out. You've got RVM Roundup coming after that. You've got Colonel Manus after that. Uh, we really appreciate you being patient with us today. Sorry that we were not here yesterday and that we had some issues on my particular Rumble page, but we are glad to have everyone uh, on RVM Rumble and everywhere else that you're watching. Please hit that like button on the way out. If you're on RVM Rumble, like I said, stick around. There's more content coming. We hope you have a great day. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. cronies have lost over three trillion of america's retirement savings in 2022 alone with inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing do you have a plan to protect your wealth our friends at american alternative assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your ira or 401k into a gold ira fact is you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax deferred status visit protect 
wealthprotectionguide.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening, and it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't, in some sense, working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and it's occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substance is combating this man-made disaster. Welcome to Behind the Network. I'm Tom Cunningham, 